I took my lad to Leeds. So we've done the defenders, we've done the midfielders, and now we're on to the last one, the forwards and the overall conclusion. So the way we're picking and reviewing is we've got Mervyn, if you haven't heard the previous ones yet, Mervyn is our random uh, squad number generator, otherwise known as uh, a bingo machine. lad will give it a spin and it'll churn out a number for us to then review that player um not many strikers to go for or attackers uh only five so anyway let's get stuck into it straight away because some of the most controversial and and, and brilliant uh moments came from this particular position who have we got first number 57 Kun ten ten men i had no idea how you say that do you know ten men scoff Tenmenskov scored an absolute brilliant thunderball uh, for us in uh, the under-23s final against Coventry. What a goal. Um, I think he gets into this because he's classed as more of a forward than he's like an attacking midfielder. Um, but since he's not... seen play a bit. Well, do you know what? Every time I've seen him, he, lo- he looks like a proper baller. And um, I think the reason we had to include him in there is because he came on against QPR in the uh, FA Cup, didn't he? Yeah. Uh, unfortunately, that was just a, a horrendous game. Um, didn't really get, get much to do there, but he's one to keep an eye on, guys. We've seen him for the under 23s, and he's really good on socials as well, so make sure you, you check him out on there. He's always he's always cool at replying, I've noticed as well. And the next one, the roof's on fire. The roof's on Number fire. Seven, I mean, you know, a lot. Of, of love for Roof in aspects of the player who has probably benefited the most from Bielsa being there. D- delivering moments of extreme brilliance. Uh, young Ben from the Talking Shop podcast. Make sure you, you listen uh, to the Talking Shop podcast. Subscribe to them. Um, young Ben is at Ben underscore Steado free. Um, he's one of his favourite moments. Villa away, Blackburn at home. It was all about the roof is on yeah. fire, wasn't it? You to know. Be honest, I think you know when everyone's saying, "Oh, we need a striker with twenty plus goals." If you look at it, he's played twenty seven times. Mm-hmm. Yeah, still started twenty seven times and got fourteen goals. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean yeah. that. If he played every single game, we're yeah. probably talking about what twenty to twenty-five. No, no I agree, like and, and I think with with Roof, uh, th- there is like this solo striker. But I mean, not that you want to take inspiration from Sheffield United, but you've got to kind of admire their tactics. What they did, they had four strikers available, and I just kind of think one mistake Bielsa did was in that I want two players for one position. So you're looking at he plays one striker. He had his two players, Bamford and Roof for that position. I think if there's one learning, we need one more class striker yeah. to go in there. If we're counting Bamford as class, we'll move on to that in a sec. But Roof, I think for me, the running down the channels was so much more clinical and effective than he's ever played before. But in all fairness to him, he's like being left wing, right wing, kind of playing yeah. in false number 10. That was a genius stroke by Bielsa. And 
I mean, that guy has just thrived in a Bielsa ball environment. Um, we met him outside Ellen Road once. Lovely bloke. He is. He is a one who might go. Because what you've always well, got to. Like you've always like got to remember when you think about uh, who might get bought, if you want to get straight to it, you go, who would you not want to go? And he's had such a great season. It's almost unbelievable to think we would be without him next year. But he's one of those where we're very much in danger of going. I think Newcastle, I think, in January, we're meant to be sniffing around him. I'm Burn, sure there'll, Burnley, I'm sure there'll be loads. There'll be, there'll, be loads that, there'll be loads that are sniffing around him. He, he has been absolutely amazing. And again, up there, we've challenged him for Calvin Phillips. I think, if he, like you say, he played more. He, he would have had more chance of getting player of the season. Absolutely. And now... Number, ah, number nine, Patrick Bamford. Oh, right. There we go, then. Um, do you know what? We, we, I didn't say LUFC Lewis uh, and Joe from All Leeds TV all flagging up moments, um, including Ruth. Um, and then you move on here and, you know, straight away, All Leeds TV, um, Joe was telling us, at Wayneman Joe on Twitter, um that you've got to kind of like if we get if we get um a bid in from for someone Bamford's a one that you would let go and you know th- this is how I think Joe actually flat, sums this up really well he says look if he's still there next season he'll have my 100% support absolutely but I just think we should cut our losses and get someone more suited to be Elsa Ball and a lot to say he could have a, a, a Wood next year, um, you know, saying that, you know, Wood wasn't great, was he, when he first he started? So, yeah. yeah, he could have a Wood next year because Wood wasn't great for the first year, but I kind of find it hard to see it. I, I agree with him. Bamford. Was that a play I'd want to see go, is it? You said that straight after the game and the playoffs, didn't yeah. you? Now, it's... is that not highly influenced about the sending off? Uh, that he caused in the Villa game and then he got banned for the ridiculous dive. Do you think that has poisoned our minds of actually what he's brought? Because he, he scored a fair few goals and he, was, he wasn't roof on fire, but he was on fire. Nine goals in the league. To be honest, one in the League Cup. I do have to say, before he signed for us, I did not like him at all. Right, why? I just didn't like him. I just... When he played for Middlesbrough, he did... He was like a player... That we looked like we needed, because mm. you know, for middles where he got all these goals, I don't know why. There's just something about him I didn't like. Mm. Right? His attitude, in a way. I swear he said something about he didn't like Leeds or something like that. After like he scored the hat trick against us. Oh, I mean, I, d- I, like I don't that. know. I mean, I was. I've never. All I can say, I've never been keen on him. Uh, uh, there's always been um, a buzz about him, and if you speak to Ian Wright, who's one of the greatest strikers. Um, you know, England has ever produced. Uh, what a player! He really bigs up Bamford as a great player, and obviously, I'd trust Ian Wright's eye on on that kind of thing much better than mine. Uh, here, I've always thought he he looked like a player who'd always get a shot on target. Again, I just think, and it's the decision making of somebody. We've got great technical players, but they just haven't got that decision making ability and. That that's required, and I remember was it against Rotherham 
No, it was Birmingham. And a ball came in and you just thought, man, yeah, header it, header like it, that. header it. And he didn't. And he went to like do a flick with the foot and it didn't go in. And you just said, you need to be more clinical. The decision makings to finish need to be better. And, you know, I actually thought his hold-up play at times wasn't too bad against, you know, the Derby game just gone, and he should have got a penalty, by the way. I, I'm I'm kind of going with Joe on we 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 would like... He might have a great season next year. I still think we need another striker in addition to Roof, Bamford, and one of the other strikers we've got uh, in the reserves, like a, a young... I think he should be given more chance. We'll come on to him in a minute. But... I don't know, I think one more season with him before we did move him on. However, if someone came in with a 10 million bid, I'd take it. I'd take it. Like you say, cut your losses like Joe says. Two more left. Let's have a look. This one is... 39, Ryan Edmondson. So this is a lad I was talking about. I mean, the guy's been on fire in uh, the under-23s. Looks great. I'm, I'm kind of wish he had more chances, and I think there's been times he he I don't know why these guys work with him day in day out why he's not been given a chance but every little bit I get to see of this kid he it looks, looks mint good. yeah it's like I, like I keep saying we need to look at what Norwich have done yeah I know I know like it's not I'm telling you now yeah, Norwich are going to come though. crashing back down. Yeah. Like yeah, a rock. I think we do need to have a look at what they did. Put these young players in with all these like thirty to late twenty year old like players, like like your puckies, like your Stephen. Well, it's about getting a good balance mix of a team. Yeah, yeah, I think the youth play a big part. And in all fairness, if you look at you know Phillips is young. Yeah. You know, Shaxx has. I mean, Shaxx hasn't had again probably not as many opportunities. But you know, uh, Tyler Roberts young. Yeah. You know, he has done. He has done it. He has. He has done it. But, but I don't know. Like there was just moments where players. we're not scoring goals. The problem is we're not putting them in the net, and you've got someone in the under twenty threes who's banging in goals left, right, and centre. Yeah, like like your Tesmenkov and like Ryan Edmondson. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So who we got next? So more Ryan. Let's keep him and have more Ryan next year. Then the last striker. It is. Clark Adul. No, no, Adul, Adul. I think it is. Clark. Now, he was signed as a forward, but like I've the best game I've seen. Camp. Well, the okay. best game I've seen him play was at left back, and it was for the under 23s, and he came off injured. But he was having an awesome game, bombing down the left and crossing it in. I think he was another one who just came on against QPR, yeah, didn't he? I think, I, to be honest, when he played against QPR, I think he played behind the striker. Did he? I think he played behind Cun. But like, I think. I think he did look half decent, he, I think. He, he he played in this, and I think I tweeted, as I tweeted, this lad is ripping it up on the left side from left back, and it was when we needed some left back support because um, uh, Alioski was out and obviously uh, Barry was out. I thought, let's go for this guy. And uh, he got injured straight away. Uh, the curse of the left back position. But again, he's one who... Um, it would be interesting to see if he could get into the first team. I mean, he's he, we, we put him in the strikers to possibly bump this up, but um, he he he's probably going to end up playing in another position. But another exciting kid uh, to have 
um, in the in the mix for next year. You know, or put him out on loan. Um, right. Well, do you know what? That that's all the positions. All the positions that are the first starters whether they've been defenders, goalkeepers, midfielders, wingers and strikers as we've just done. We've given you them all. If you've missed any of the others, just listen back, subscribe to the podcast and then you would not miss any of them. Season conclusions now. This is where our contributors from other uh, Leeds content creators uh, have come from and we'll point you exactly where to get their stuff because these guys are absolutely brilliant. We asked the following questions. You've heard me mention them through um, some of the, the previous episodes, but let's ask ourselves this question. Lad, what was your best moment of the season? It's either Pablo Hernandez's goal against West Brom or, although we did lose the game, uh, Stuart Dallas' um, goal against Derby. <laughs> Because of the feeling you got yeah. from that moment. Excitement, no. I mean, um, it's it's uh, best moment of the game. A few of the talking shut lads, the uh, the podcast. Totally agree with you. Um, older holiday Ben from the talking shut. You can get him at Binks Leeds, the West Brom home. Everybody thought we would get battered, and again we came out flying. I go a little bit more down the line that uh, Joe from All Leeds TV. Um, young Ben from Talking Short mention. I kind of go for that roof winner at Villa. Finish! Yeah! Oh my god! Come on! 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 Yes! Come on! That that was, that was so unleads like that, that you know to come back and win a game three two like that 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 really felt like a moment of not was it just a brilliant goal and the way he finished that with his you know with his with I remember thinking that's not his foot that's not his striking foot and the way he finished it was awesome the the buzz I got from that I think. What happened in, when Dallas scored that goal, like what you referred to, it was an amazing moment, but I think then that was so unleads-like against Villa, that for me would go down as my favourite moment. And uh, like I say, young Ben from Talking Shut agrees. Uh, LUFC Lewis mentioned that the Hernandez goal against Millwall seconds after Bristol had scored against um, Sheffield United. Oh, come on! Bristol are winning, please! Just- Here's an interesting one from SJ Wilson. He was saying just sitting top of the league at Christmas, which again was around the Villa Blackburn time. That was a special moment. That was. uh, Check out SJ Wilson on YouTube for all his vlogs. Absolutely brilliant from over in Ireland. Worst moment of the season. Lots to talk through here. Um, You go, lad. What's your worst moment? Either Wigan, Mm -hmm. that game, Mm -hmm. Um, uh, at home, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I don't know why, but that that Birmingham game where we lost, 
you know, near the start of the season. I think At that home. was a bit of a letdown. It was like, of all the teams... Worst moment of the season. It was disappointing. Is that your worst moment where you felt like... When I say worst but, moment, I think what we're saying is... Um, imagine if you got punched. It feels like you've been punched in the stomach. When Derby scored that third goal. Well, that fo- or the fourth goal. The so third play and off. fourth goal. Playoff. That was... A lot of people agree with you on that one. LUFC Lewis, uh, again, YouTube, check out his match day content. It's, it's second to none. Uh, Derby's winner the other day. That was his worst moment of the season. Um, young Ben from Talking Shut at Ben underscore, underscore Stead 03. Second leg of the playoffs. Um, is is interesting. All, I love this from Joe, All Leads TV at Wayman Joe. Uh, it would probably be seeing Fat Frank sing that song back at us in the away dressing room. I still can't get that song out of my head. Um, so again, it's it's that um, J- uh, Wilson, SJ Wilson, uh, losing to Derby at home in the playoffs. You mentioned Wigan. I'm I'm really into that that Wigan bit hurt me big ten, time. Ten men against a side mm. who are what twenty first in the league near relegation you're thinking this is going to be like 4-0 four, four yeah. we're going to absolutely this is it. Them. you're thinking this is it and, and you know what it was. It started at that Wigan and it was kind of a whole weekend but the Wigan game was like a stark reality check that we weren't again decision making psychologically not strong enough um, older Ben who takes all the holidays from talking short at Binks Leeds Wigan home worst Easter ever the start of two games that if we had won we'd have pretty much been promoted we lost heads gone automatically promoted gone that was it for me I found that more upsetting than losing against Derby in the playoff Dinglebert Dev at Dinglebert Dev Talking shorts, Gary, for defeat to Wigan. That was a moment I realised it was slipping away. Um, uh, I, so I think it's kind of probably the playoff, the playoff final, and the the Wigan game, uh, and you know pulling rank. I think it's got to be the Wigan game because we would have been up promoted. We'd be we'd be talking about Premiership football. Um, staying in more of a negative context I threw out there the most controversial moment that still to this day does your nutting what are you going for without without a doubt Villa at home yeah that's all I need to say Villa at home any the, particular part of it the goal the, the letting them walk through and score the goal let, letting them walk through and the fight that happened after we scored hmm I'd like Bamford going down like a sack of potatoes. Bamford going down, Hurahan grabbing and then punching Click. Mm-hmm. I think that was just definitely the most controversial thing. Young Ben from Talking Short at Benstead 03, the media's response to Spygate. Uh, Joe from All These TV, the whole Spygate saga and how Sky and Talk Sport reported it. The whole double standards of some that came out and condemned it. Examples like Stan Collymore, etc. Raggy from Talking Short at Raggy Rag. Um, Spygate. Uh, SJ Wilson, kind of. I think this is what he's referring to, but there's, it's, it's a lot bigger. Uh, was every decision made by the EFL or FA in regards to Leeds was a different outcome for every other club all season long. I mean, man, that EFL stuff was ridiculous. And then at Binks Leeds from Talking Shut, uh, probably Spygate, 
maybe because it's fresh and derby, but the way they have sucked it dry of being a victim of Spygate and blown it up out of all proportion. Guess they had the last laugh, though. Oh, my God, didn't they just... Um, I, for me, am more drawn to very more specifically the Hurahan incident, how he grabbed Click. I mean, I get, I'm feeling angry just telling you this right now. The way he grabbed Click, just as a human being, is wrong. Never mind that he was on a football pitch. And the way him and Grealish, like two wolves, seeing an injured, an injured animal on the side of the road when no one else was looking, took it upon themselves collectively to go over and Hurahan landing that punch and nothing happening no reaction from the the uh, uh, the officials of the game the people who were meant to i mean we say there's all kinds of dodgy things that go on within this game but that for me just makes me so angry that just as an act in a human environment never mind a football environment is so wrong and that nothing happened just oh like I said, it feels it still does your nutting to this day. That really does my nutting to this day. Let's move on to something a lot nicer. The player who benefited from Bielsa's magic the most. Calvin Phillips. Calvin Phillips. A lot of people join you on that. LUFC Lewis, he picked Phillips out. Young Ben from Talking Shut, he picked Phillips out. Again, all these TV Joe, he picked Phillips out as well. He absolutely loves him. Raggy from Talking Shop, Phillips. Interestingly, SJ Wilson, uh, 30 on Twitter, couldn't pick out one player. I'd have say Alioski, Click or Roberts doesn't even mention Phillips. I think that the Click one's a real good shout, actually. I think Alioski became better when he went left back, but I think the Click one, different different type of player. Um, uh, uh, Talking Shuts Gary. Calvin Phillips, for me, is the one who has benefited the most from Bielsa, finally found his playing identity and made that role of his own. I think uh, Ben mentioned that as well in, in an earlier podcast. I couldn't agree more. I think Calvin Phillips has looked awesome. And again, I repeat, as I did in the midfield episode, that lad, Euro 2020, will be playing for England. I will get my Skybet account up very soon and put that bet on because I've talked about it quite a lot. A player... You hope another club buys offers before the start of next season. Bamford, um, Idaguchi. Uh, yeah, I God, I forgot he even still size. was in the mix. And size. Mm. Out of one of them, if you had to see one go, Idaguchi. Idaguchi. And although, although I'd like to see him get a crack. At it. But he's, he's, he's really good on FIFA 19. Just putting it out there. I'd like to see him get a crack because we haven't seen him under Bielsa yet, so I'd like to see him. I don't think Bielsa wants to see him under Bielsa yet. I think that's why he's out. Um, do you know what? Bamford gets flagged up low. LUFC Lewis, Bamford, Raggy uh, from Talking Short at Raggy Rag, Bamford. Um, we've mentioned size in a previous episode from SJ Wilson. I think that the point with size is he's going to go anyway. Let's just hope he gets we get money for him. Um, Quite controversially, um, the Talking Shook guys, a lot of them, except for Raggy, all say um, they would they would consider bids for Janssen. 
and it's and it's all based on the fact that Janssen does project this attitude of it's about him and not Leeds United. If, if we did, and sell. we'd get quite a bit of money for him probably because he's one of our star players. Yeah. So you know, would that fund? I just don't know. I hate the thinking that, and it's probably really unrealistic for me that we have to sell a big name player to then fund the signing of another big name player. It almost feels really counterintuitive to do that. Um, Older Ben at Binks Leeds from Talking Shut depends on me for bids. None of the young lads and Phillips has to stay. But if we got a bid for, say, a Janssen that we could invest elsewhere, I'd be inclined to take it. And Janssen's the one who keeps on popping up. I think Janssen and Bamford, and it's really strange because they're two different types of players and had two very different types of seasons. But I can understand why we'd do that. I think I fall into the. Um, I think there's money to be got from Saez, and and I would just like us to, to get a nice chunk from him because he's one hell of a player. Um, so I think you know if we are going to move him on, I'd like to see him to move on, and um, and get a bit of cash. Really interesting one now. The final question. Um, we've kind of we've, that's crystallised our review of the season. I think on those final points. What a flipping season. Um, let's look forward a little bit. This is always nice and fun. Uh, player you hope Orta brings in before the start of next season. And it's interesting. There's it a lot of people. A lot, a player. If, you, if it was only one player, you could say, make sure. And let's make it realistic. You know, Don't just go out there and say, Slatan Ibrahimovic or Ronaldo or Messi or someone like that. Someone who could come and would play in, in the championship. And yeah, come on, we'd pay him a lot of money. But come on, who, who would you want? Shane Long. Shane Long, why? I think because he's, he's in the Premier League now, mm-hmm. playing with Southampton. Been in the Premier League a long time. Yeah, and then also before that, he was playing with Southampton in the championship. And he actually did get promoted with him, mm. I think. But I, I think he'd be the perfect signing. He can score goals. The, the, I mean, he can score. We've seen, we've seen him score goals mm. like ages, like for the past five years. I think. I think if he was in the championship, he would be that um, player that like gets like what like around thirty goals. And I'll tell you another one: Charlie Austin. Charlie Austin. I think. I think he would be good. Played with QPR in the Premier League and in the Championship, and now playing for Southampton. Now I think. I think either one of them would be a good signing. Those two would be wonderful if you could keep them fit and and they were on four. I think that the the big thing about those two players you've mentioned about, which makes you go, oh, very expensive, and they would not play a full season. Then you have roof. Especially in a a 46. No, good shout. I mean, you know, both of those. If they pulled on that lead shirt, I, I'd love it. Let me go through these. Uh, LUFC Lewis, Mopai, hmm, absolutely. Uh, Young Ben from Talking Shut. Uh, Ivan Cavillero, Wolves. Yeah. I'm not quite sure how uh, realistic signed, that would be. Him on, um, I think we were actually interested in him at one point. I mean, if, if we could, 
and Israel absolutely back there. Um, at Wayneman Joe from All These TV, I would love Mopai's personally or someone of that like, but will be destined for the Premiership, I think. But there will be others out there. I do think we may go abroad, though. We need some quality in. No players that are just going to warm the bench like Baker, Izzy, etc. did this season. I do think we'll tap into the loan market and we must do better in that department. Absolutely. Uh, Raggy uh, from Talking Shop. Jay Adams. And also, at Edge Day Wilson, 30 throws Che Adams in there. Or Jared Bowen, he puts in. I'd love to... Actually, Che Adams and Jared Bowen, if we bought both of them, that would just set us up, wouldn't we? Because Jared Bowen... Money. But Jared Bowen can play in that offensive free as well. He's not necessarily an out-and-out out striker. around 35 mil. Um, older Ben, he's gone Mopai, Che Adams, or Gale. I don't know about Gale. There's just something about... I mean, he's proven, but just think, something about I think he'd be a like. good loan signing... I love this suggestion from at Dinglebert Dev. Um, talking short, Gary from Talking Short. Harvey Barnes at Leicester. Left-hand side and has been the weakest element of our team this season. Harvey Barnes would be wonderful, but that'd be a big sign. Would we get him from Leicester? Because oh, he's starting, isn't he? I was going to say, there's just a little bit of... Uh, and, you know, he, what's his face? The manager there, Brendan. He brings a bit of magic. Um, I'm going to put it down there. I would love to see Mopai. I would love to see him. I think, I think he would fit the Bielsa model. Uh, and him, just the idea of having him and Ruth battling for that, that the, front, I, I think. The only problem magic. with all these players, you know, like Shea Adams and Mopai, we're mm. talking about 20 mil to 25 mil easy. No, that's, that's 20 plus goals in the championship. I don't think 20 mil. I don't think it'd be that much. I think you're talking 15. I think you're between 10 and 50. You're definitely busting the 10, going up to 15. They're going to be expensive, but that's what we've got to do now. What what we've got, and what a great way to end, by the way. This is complete fluke and not planned, but what we've got here is a manager who can make players who aren't up to the qualifying standard of getting promoted. Facts prove that, although... Before Easter, we, I was thinking we need to go up. We should have gone up. Don't get me wrong, but they fell short. We need. You can only go that next level. There's only so much you can coach. We've got to invest. And we're talking three players, not just a one. We need probably three Premiership class players to come in and move us into, into that Premiership. And if we do that, I'm telling you now, we're doing a Man City-like promotion push tomorrow. We will score 100 points. We will score over 100 goals. We In the centenary, we'll be the centenary team. There'll be 100 all the way if we just invest. And do you know what I get excited about? If there's one thing Madrizani is showing, we're progressing. Yeah, we want him to progress faster in certain areas, especially on the playing field. But do you know what? These guys are moving forward all the time. They're realistically moving forward, and then they're dreaming moving forward. Next year, guys, is going to be one hell of a season, no matter what. Thank you very much for all your support from the contributors. Um, we wanted to get them on board because they have been supporters of I Took My Lad to Leeds. Always uh, backing us on the social medias. The at Talking Shut guys. Make sure you find them on your favourite podcast app. You can get them on socials as well. Uh, LUFC Lewis, subscribe to him on YouTube. 
Owlies TV. And Joe kindly gave us uh, answers to questions today. Make sure you go to Owlies TV on YouTube and subscribe there. Follow them on all their socials as well. SJ Wilson 30 on Twitter, but also YouTube. Go get his stuff. Thank you very much, guys, and thank you, listeners. Please hit sub- sub- subscribe. We're going to be coming back all through the summer when we've got lead stuff to talk about. Hit subscribe. Do not miss it, and give us a cheeky rating of five out of five. If you don't, if you don't think we're a five out of five, just don't rate us. But if you like it, hit a five rating. Helps this podcast get out there, guys. What a season! Let's get over that playoff. All leads are we. Let's march on together, guys. I took my lad to Leeds. Join the conversation on Twitter. Follow on Instagram at Lad to Leeds. Facebook. Search Lad to Leeds.